in connection with the question, what do we know about the truthfulness of God from the Bible, we were in process of considering a sixth objection, which is often raised as follows. If it be so that the will of man is under such bondage to his depraved nature in the practice of sin that he is entirely unable to break away from his sinful ways and obey the reasonable and intelligent commands of God, then why does God, through his servants, command all men everywhere to repent? As recorded in Acts chapter 17, verse 30. Certainly, the Bible everywhere does command men to repent and sets this forth as the only possible way of salvation. We were in process of reading scriptures that represent the Bible in this important matter. And we come to Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 30 to 32. Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby ye have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord. Wherefore, turn yourselves, and live ye. Certainly this outstanding passage affirms in as strong a language as could possibly be used man's voluntary persistence in sin and his ability to repent and turn himself away from his own sins. Even this scripture affirms that he is to make himself a new heart by which we are to understand that he is willing that God shall cleanse his heart. And thus his voluntary agency in this matter is similar to some New Testament representations, that we have a voluntary part in the transformation of our own inner heart and life. In the second chapter of Joel's prophecy, verses 12 to 14, we read, Therefore also now saith the Lord, Turn ye even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil, who knoweth if he will return and repent, and leave a blessing behind him. This verse indeed sets forth the kindness and mercy of the great God, but it also insists that men may and must turn to him with all their heart if they are going to partake of his wonderful forgiveness and salvation. They not only have to turn to him, but turn in an appropriate manner so that there be an expression of sincerity and an expression of regret for their sinful lives. We come to the New Testament, and in Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, we have the words of John the Baptist. In whose days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here then is this firm declaration 
of God's insistence upon men. But our Lord Jesus also went forth with the message of repentance, as we have already alluded to. But in Mark chapter 1 and verse 15, we have these words. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. So if people are to be reconciled to the kind and loving God, and come under his righteous and happy domain, there is no other avenue except their own repentance, and an exercise of faith in the death of the Lord Jesus. The twelve apostles similarly were sent forth by our blessed Lord to proclaim repentance. We read in Mark chapter 6 and verse 12, And they went out and preached that men should repent. In the 24th chapter of Luke and verses 46 and 47, we have our Lord's commission and how the servants of Christ were to go forth and preach that men must repent. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So there was this twofold message that the servants of the Lord were to go forth with. They were to preach repentance and remission of sins, or repentance unto remission of sins, repentance being the gateway of salvation. And certainly how ridiculous to go forth with this message if men were not able to repent. And the very fact that the Lord Jesus did send his servants forth with this message certainly should be a declaration that men are able to repent. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, preached, as recorded in the second chapter of Acts, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Paul's commission was to go forth and preach repentance. This commission is narrated in the 26th chapter of Acts and verses 16 to 20. But arise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of the things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, notice now his commission, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God. Thus far it is man's actions, is it not, in repentance, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first of them Damascus and that Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. So the apostle was insistent upon men turning from all sin. He preached in Athens, as we have affirmed, and recorded in the 17th of Acts, verses 30 and 31. 
And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, in that he hath raised him from the dead. And then at Ephesus it is recorded in the 20th chapter of Acts a record of his preaching there. And in verse 21 he said that he testified both to the Jews and also to the Greeks repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And we cannot but comment that in verse 24 this message of repentance and faith is declared to be the gospel of the grace of God. These passages are overwhelmingly convincing that the Bible commands all to repent or be forever lost. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 6.2. There is great urgency. It is affirmed that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance, as in Romans 2.4. Nowhere is it taught that in the normal course of God's dealing with men in salvation that they are unable to repent. It is indeed stated that in a number of cases where men had trifled with the grace of God, that special restrictions had been placed upon the mercy of God for good and wise reasons. It is also made clear that there must be a heavenly willingness to forgive sin if repentance is going to avail anything. Thus Jesus said, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him as in John chapter 6 and verse 44. Esau repented, but found no favorable response in his father Isaac. Judas also repented, but his doom was sealed by the very treachery of his apostasy. Whether or not man is able to repent of his own volition should be answered by the fact that the Bible everywhere commands men to repent. The fact that God commands man's repentance and employs every facility to induce man to repent from the moving pleadings of the great heart of God to violent judgments and warnings, this should be proof enough that men are able to repent. It would be a terrible indictment against the sincerity and justice of God if he should command man to do something that man was utterly unable to do, and then send men off to endless punishment for not doing what he was unable to do. In Revelation 3, 19 and 20, the resurrected Christ is pictured as standing at man's heart door, seeking admittance. If man is not able to repent and open the door of his heart, with all the house-cleaning that he knows will have to take place if the heavenly visitor is to take up his abode there, what is the possible meaning of such a verse? God, out of his great heart of love, beckons man to be reconciled to him. This is man's gain, both now and hereafter. God employs all moral measures to persuade man, a free moral agent, to repent. God insists on the necessity of man's repentance. Nowhere in the Bible is it expressly taught 
that man cannot comply with God's requirement of repentance. We can only conclude, and this happily, that man is entirely able to repent, and thus the objection to the truthfulness of the Bible and the sincerity of God vanishes. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God, declared the rejected Christ in John chapter 7, verse 17. It should be noticed from our Lord's life that when men rejected his grace, he respected their sovereignty over their own actions and did not seek for other reasons back of their wills. In the fifth chapter of John, verse 40, our blessed Lord said, Ye will not come unto me, that ye might have life. God had endowed man with his moral image. Men were exercising this image and determining their own destiny. God spoke through Isaiah in the figure of a keeper of the vineyard and affirms, What more could have been done? And so our gracious God is beckoning men to repentance. May we pray. Our Heavenly Father, how we thank Thee for the clarity of Thy Word and for its insistence that we must turn away from that state of affairs which never was a blessing to us. And we must come to Thee in utter repentance, exercise faith in the death of Jesus for forgiveness. May many do so today and be happily reconciled to Thy love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.